Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. Amber's sleepy, so I don't want to start the podcast too loud. Should I do one of those asthma things? <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> asthma. Is it pronounced asthma? Like, is that how you say Froggy 92.9? Is that it? Put your fingers around am and tap the sides. Gotta enunciate too. Am I doing it right? I don't. <laughs> There's probably like one person that you just like cross-reference their two favorite things, like Froggy <laughs> and ASMR. They're like my two worlds collide. I love when Amber really pops her peas on the morning show. <laughs> Welcome to Inside Froggy 92.9. It's our podcast. Beep, beep, beep. And we're all here. <laughs> Amber and Tanner, hey. Jen, Dano. We're upright. Ish. Barely. <laughs> and y'all. Y'all. Chili's finally happened. I ate so much food. You don't know because we haven't really <laughs> told you, but like a like an in-joke with the Froggy group was like during the whole pandemic. Ugh, we just wanted like go like, have, can we just go have one night where we just like have dinner and forget about everything? Can just, just at like a Chili's. Can we go to Chili's? Chili's is kind of an ongoing thing at the radio station for a long time of just, like, our place to go and, like, you know, they serve beer, but we drink tea, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, well, spill it. spill it. hey Someone so. in the building asked Tanner and I, why Chili's? And I was like, why not? Well, it was Why us. not Chili's? It goes back to... Almost like, a decade ago. No. Not a decade. Yeah. No. Maybe seven years ago. Two decades ago. Under the influence. <laughs> I'm going to look this up during someone's story. Sonoma State used to do fundraisers at Chili's. And so a number of people who were interns here also had obviously ties to Sonoma State and people who would who would eventually work here, like Courtney, who did mornings on hot for a while, or afternoons on hot for a while. Eloy. Megan. We were there for Megan's. Megan. Sales Chad, a.k.a. Travis. And so we would we would go to some of these to to support uh, Sonoma State Radio. We would go and like let's do the Chili's fundraiser. One of them we all ended up there, and it was like fairly lit. I'm pretty sure it was like 2012. I got a, it. Probably was 2012, which that's, is almost a decade ago. That's eight years ago. <laughs> so it's just wasn't it's that got, the the year the world was ending? Remember that? Yeah, the Mayans. Wish. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> this has all just been an echo ever since. Yeah. So uh, basically, Dano will get very excited in any time we talk about, like, maybe we should go out. And he throws his arms up in the air like Rocky and goes, Chili's! <laughs> Chili's does not sponsor the podcast. Chili's is not an advertiser. <laughs> Chili's can, however, sponsor the podcast. That's right. They should. Uh, in Runner Park you on may. Redwood Drive. They got the chicken crispers. They were great. We got the, the skillet cookie. It was awesome. Dano is very adamant about the, the bottomless salsa. The bottomless <laughs> chips and salsa. I know, because the queso, the skillet queso, comes with bottomless chips and salsa. I ordered it, and Dano was like, but is it bottomless? <laughs> yes, Dano. They have unlimited chips and salsa in this building. The whole back room <laughs> is filled with chips and salsa. When I was a kid, I, I did actually really love going to Chili's when they, like, when, it, when Chili's and Rona Park opened, dude, like, the new millennium had arrived in 1993. Right. Like, this is a big deal. And we're like, what even is this place? What do they do with an onion? 
look at all the stuff on the walls. Because it used to have, like, it was, Chili's was the definitive, like, crazy crap on yeah. the walls for a while. They don't do that vibe anymore, but it used to be. And so I'm looking at the menu, and it says bottomless chips and salsa. And I'm literally sitting there like, how do they even do that? Dan's like, is this a test? <laughs> <laughs> so when they just kept bringing me chips and kept bringing me sodas, I'm like, this is a free refills. Another one of the early places that have free refills. I'm just like, this I can't even understand what this place is. It's a mind-blowing is, so. concept, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I have a story about Chili's. I'll make it quick, but... Hurry up already. Well, the, <laughs> got a podcast to do. When the Milledgeville Chili's opened up, it was very similar. It was like, oh my God. But my friend's sister worked there, and there was like a scandal about the manager licking the corn cobs there. <laughs> and eventually got like fired and fined for it, but my mom didn't want to go to the Chili's because they I, licked the corn cobs there. <laughs> so I didn't get to go to Chili's for a while. He would lick them. Yeah, that it was in the paper. Wait, okay. that good? It was in the Union Recorder and Milledgeville newspaper. Okay. My question <laughs> is, I wonder what his intent was to gross do gross stuff to people, or they were just that good. <laughs> like that's my genuine. I think he took, both. Him, took it on himself to be the taste tester. Yeah, yeah. Make sure it was gotta good sam- to go out. Got to sample your product, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys have fun? Everybody have fun? I did. It yeah, was nice to was sit down and not be at the office together because that's the only time we're ever together these days. We don't get to go out to concerts together and be at Country Summer together. Yeah. Do it, all that fun stuff. Go on. Emotions meetings. <laughs> In, <laughs> indoors, too. We weren't in a weird outdoor, indoor wind tunnel. Yes. You can be outdoors, but it has to be in a tent, but the tent has to be open, but then some people close it. So you're in a little indoor, outdoor, indoor, outdoor. It was weird being inside, <laughs> like actually yeah. inside. Felt a Dano got old. halfway to the bathroom and realized he didn't put his mask on. I just thought I was at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, ha, 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 hold on, guys, I gotta hit the head. Chili's has that effect on people. <laughs> it's just real relaxed. Like Can't believe my belt stayed on. <laughs> Um, Mine didn't. <laughs> I know. I unbuttoned the top button. So let's <laughs> let's go by uh, what drink. Because we always come up with an interesting way to figure out who's going to tell their story. One story from behind the scenes of the station or our life or country music. Uh, we always come up with an interesting way to figure out who, what order we'll tell them, tell them in. What drink did you get at Chili's on Redwood Drive in Runner Park this past Sunday, Amber? Presidente Margarita. Presidente Margarita. I got a Coors Light. Jen? Coors Light. Jen got a Coors Light. You you got to come back to me in a second. I got to rem- I don't remember what it it's called. It was Deep Eddie's something or another, wasn't it? Uh, I'm after to go alcohol. It was some type of lemon thing. The Deep Eddie's, I think, right? Deep Eddie's? Yeah, Deep Eddie's Strawberry Texas Lemonade. Who's Deep Eddie? You know. It's my uncle. <laughs> you know. There should be commercials for Chili's. Hey, guys, I'm D-Betty. <laughs> I think it's like a brand of vodka. Probably, yep. yeah. I guess. That, that sounds yeah, like... Yeah, Deep Eddie Lemon Vodka, Fresh Sour Strawberry Puree and Sprite. Doesn't that sound like some embedded QAnon shit in the Chili's menu? <laughs> guys, I didn't Deep know. Deep Eddie. I broke... My soda thing, and I didn't even realize it. Oh, I drank no. Sprite. Oh, it has Sprite in it. <laughs> you broke your soda. No. Okay. Coors Light, Coors Light, Deep Eddie, Presidente Margarita. Let's go reverse alphabetical order. Amber, you're first. 
I guess I want to talk about, like, wedding planning. I know people are probably tired of hearing this, but I can't seem to do it. And today on the show, I asked, like, what's one thing I need to know about wedding planning? Mm. Because I sort of watched, like, this, oh, God, what's her name? The Elder Millennial. Oh, oh, Eliza. Yeah, I watched, like, a a little bit of her stand-up where she's basically talking about how, like, weddings are a scam and how you can get scammed and like it's a big racket like the wedding industry is a big racket and that started to make me really nervous because I'm now actually starting to plan my wedding Cole and I are gonna go venue hunting like all next month and gonna crack down on some stuff so I know Dano and Jen you two have been in a wedding and have been through the process so what is your advice to me? And I'll pull up our Facebook post and read some comments from listeners as well. But what's one thing or, you know, a few things I need to know before I start my wedding planning? My wedding was pretty unconventional because we didn't, we got married at the courthouse. I think the biggest thing that I took away from starting to try and plan a wedding and being involved in planning other people's weddings, like being, you know, bridesmaids and stuff like that is you have to remember no one's owed an invitation to this wedding. This is, like, your mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah. So, like, if you have, hey, this I can have the budget for 80 people or I have the budget for 120 people, stick to it. Don't feel like you have to invite your fourth cousin twice removed because they found out that it's happening and they're butthurt. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's your day. It's you and Cole's day. It has literally nothing to do with anyone else. I don't know why people get that way about other people's weddings. It's very strange to me. Yeah. I've straight up told people, like, you do not have to invite me to your wedding. Yeah. You're actually doing, for some people, like, okay, my sister, sure. But beyond that, I mean, and I mean this really. If you went to me and said, you're not invited to my wedding... I would not be that hurt because I when someone does if someone says hey I can't invite you to my wedding or if you just don't invite me I just take that to mean that you can't afford it like that you didn't want to spend because it's honestly every person you invite to your wedding just the food alone yeah can be ridiculous and so like it, it's I just I don't I don't take it really I personally. don't take it personally at all I think the people who take it personally are in their twenties and have only been to one or two and are pissed they can't go Tanner and, you're not invited <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they don't understand what. There's a ton of great vendors. It's a creative space. People who work in it are very detail-oriented. And I think that there are so many people in the wedding space that work their butt off to make sure it's perfect down to insane levels. Yeah. So that has value for sure. So I don't want to discount that. But also, there's some overselling that goes on. Yeah. There's some price jacking that goes on. There's definitely – it's – an emotional sell that like it's your perfect day it shouldn't be happening so i mean to what what eliza was saying you can way overpay for stuff just a small example is if you're going to do the rehearsal dinner just tell them you're doing a dinner don't say book the reservation just say i'm doing a dinner for 20 don't say you're doing a rehearsal dinner they're they literally will just take whatever the price would have been and increase it oh for everything. Dang. 
because they just know that you'll pay for it. One of the parents is just shelling out a blank check, and they're gonna cash in. Yeah. So, and honestly, same thing for food. I would suggest looking at non-traditional. <laughs> non- consider non-traditional uh, food vendors. Food truck. Food truck. We, that's what we had thought about doing. In and out truck. You Hot. did me ranchito, didn't I you? I did me ranchito, <laughs> and it was the first event that they had ever catered. That's awesome. So, you know, hot dog cart guy. I mean, like, not really, but... Oh, my God. I would love to have a hot dog cart guy. What about a churro cart? Not that I'm obsessed with having Mexican food at weddings, but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> like, like they're like, like, I just want <laughs> enchiladas at your wedding. What if the churros are dressed like... In like a little wedding gown and like sorry, just kidding. <laughs> so I mean I think that's I think that's the thing is that people don't consider themselves as soon as you are gonna have a wedding and you're the one who's in charge of it, you're the contractor. Right. Like you're in charge of the job. You can go and buy pre made wedding like that's ready to go if you don't want to think about it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. People have great weddings doing that and they feel confident about that. It's a nice product. But what hurts me is when people like feel like that's the only thing they can do and they're locked into doing that and if they don't do it this certain way like they're not really married so you it's really up to you which puts a lot of burden on you but yeah it's it's freeing in a way too well mandy storms from Novato was talking about that along the same lines of the food and she said get the food you and your husband want to eat don't cater to what you think your guests will want and they'll eat it regardless See that, but that is something I worried about. I was like, God, like a ton of my friends are like gluten intolerant. Someone I know is lactose intolerant. <laughs> Who would that be? I thought about having an ice cream bar, and then I was like, Tanner will literally poop his pants. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dano, you're looking at me. Yes, I drank a milkshake when I was lactose intolerant, and yes, I paid the consequences <laughs> for it later. <laughs> oh, he knows about the milkshake. Oh, I was with him when oh, I got the milkshake. Oh my yeah. God. Well. I think you'll be okay. But regardless, I thought that was a good piece of advice. Like, because we're going to be hungry. And I know usually a lot of the times the people who are getting married don't get to eat. Lock themselves in a room often so people will talk to them. So Tammy Mulligan from Santa Rosa said to be prepared to lose friends. Oh, and bridesmaids dropping out at last minute. I'm like, oh my gosh. It does happen. Here's something else too I'll say that Jenny just thought of. (gasps) <gasps> I don't know if this is tradition or not, but I don't care. One of the weirdest things that happens to me is that we didn't have to do it, but it's like you do the ceremony and it all happens and you're all like it's your like it's done and you kind of just want to go relax and have fun. But you gotta go take the pictures. Like all of a sudden they're whisked away to this like state mandated photo shoot <laughs> and where you have to like it is like I I've never enjoyed that flow, like and so then they're gone for a while and then everybody's having their cocktails and then like all of a sudden they reappear and here's their entrance after it just becomes really like kind of I never understood why you couldn't just do all those photos like even the day before or like an hour before everybody gets there or whatever. That's what I did at the last wedding I was in. We did the photos like early in the morning, like before anyone Get got darn. there. There's like the photos. Aren't you not supposed to see the bride until? Ah, I guess. People don't really care about that anymore. It seems. I mean, yeah. Emily and saw each other. What other elements of the dowry do we want to honor? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Yeah, I have six goats for you. I guess you're right. I I just, it just that part always kind of bugged me. Is like it's just like it, 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 
seem like the, the bride and groom weren't enjoying it. It's like, because they just want to go party and said they're like trying to pose for these pictures. And then your pictures, you're contorted because you just want to go drink. I have a new tradition that I just thought of. And by no means do you have to do this. How about, mm-hmm. maybe this will be for my wedding okay. in 20 years. Um, <laughs> when after, you're 45? Possibly, who sure, knows? Sure, okay. After you <laughs> get the wedding rings, you kiss and I always think that's weird, like kissing in front of your family that freaks me out would should we do handshake instead the parent trap one okay (laughs) make up your own custom handshake (laughs) we'll do push-ups yeah i don't know anyway go ahead and then after you're done why why don't the bride and groom take like 15 minutes just to be like with each other not what you're thinking just like hang out with each other maybe the marriage (laughs) (laughs) they take a few drinks or something like that hang out and then take the photos after you got a little bit of a buzz going and then take the photos and then go to the party i feel like when you get married, you don't really get to spend much time with the person you just married. Bingo. Yeah. That's amazing. I well, don't know what you think about that. I love that. I yeah. want to catch Cole early in the day for pictures because the <laughs> 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 it gets in the day, the more liquid is going to be consumed. You're going to get a go God dogs in one of your going to get a go dogs in one of your photos. It's going to be interesting that is like right spot on though because like you have this magical moment of the union and then all of a sudden you have to like go to work and you're servicing all these other people like try and do take do try and do take five minutes just with nobody around and just like sit there and be like we just did that yeah like holy crap we're married amazing i'm gonna call it the tannery well, that's what uh, Emily and Daniel did, Cole's brother. They went and, like, ate in a private, like, dining room after that's the so ceremony. Cool. And they were like, no one bother them. And, like, there was, like, someone standing guard at the door. It was crazy. Oh, Whoa. no, this is sounding so. like a murder mystery now. <laughs> <laughs> they it retired to a private dining room <laughs> that was guarded the whole time. Then how did the groom go missing? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. You should write another book about it. <laughs> <laughs> the continuation. The greatest detective at the wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a whole series. <laughs> the greatest whatever. Oh my god. The greatest seal trainer at the aquarium. <laughs> That's it. What kind of food are you thinking? I have no idea. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I... I just need to find a venue and a date, and then I can start planning stuff, but... Have you joined any web wedding planning communities, like a subreddit, Facebook groups? Yeah. I'm in all on the Facebook groups. You know me. I love my Facebook groups. But those are good. That's a good idea. Maybe a subreddit. Yeah. I don't know. What else were you going to say? You guys are... Do you want... I mean, you're looking forward to this? Is this something you enjoy, or you just want to be done with it? Uh... I'm just ready to get into it already, so people will stop asking me. I think questions. it's more of a once you get the skeleton put together, you'll feel a lot better. Like exactly. once you get like two, three things locked in, like a venue and a date, mm-hmm. it's like like a musical performer, Scotty Mack, <laughs> Scotty Mack, Dustin Sailor. I'm just kidding. Ryan Scribb, <laughs> Scotty Mack. Dano doing Panic at the Disco covers. Do uh Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jen. I'm just kidding. That's fine. Death of a Bachelor at your wedding. We're going to do karaoke. I'm available. <laughs> It'll be like the Christmas party, but my wedding, I guess. Are you Where really going to do karaoke? Gar- no. Oh. oh, well, maybe. 
Who knows? With a full band in the background. I don't know. That, that would seems, be crazy. That seems like Dan now wants an invite. Okay. <laughs> I actually, you guys are invited. Side note, I actually know a band that does that. Oh. That does full band karaoke, and they say it's lit up in the sky. Can you get their number? I can get you it. We're I, planning my wedding right now on the podcast, by So the they'll way. do... They'll it's a wedding do, planning they, podcast. They're a full-on cover band, but then also they can swap in people who want to do karaoke stuff, too, and then they're a full band behind it. And I it's love supposedly that. amazing. That would be really fun. They play a lot of corporate gigs in Tahoe back in uh, the olden times. When you could have corporate gigs in Tahoe. Oh, I was like, like the 80s? Or like, are we talking like last year? I was like 2007? 2019. (laughs) But anyway. Speaking of 2007, it was a 2013 and Dano, Courtney, Travis, Jen, Katie, not married yet to her, I don't think, and uh, Courtney's guy. Mike. All at Chili's. And that was the first vote of the wheel. Dano, you look like such an infant. I do. Eh? How old were you? Would have been twenty-eight. Eight years ago, so I was. Oh, Courtney had that super blonde hair with the black on the bottom. Yes. Iconic for its time. It was. That was a long time ago. Feels like just yesterday. Katie looks so different. She does look different with long hair. Go back, go back, go back. Oh my gosh, is that Travis? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little baby Travis. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Good old sales chat. Well, thank you guys for your help. If you have any more suggestions, let me know. You, yeah. You three will be there, I hope. I don't know what month to get married in. Like, this is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take up the whole podcast about it, but like, I'm like, summer, it's too hot. Any later, it's fire season. I don't want to get married in like December. That sounds stupid. And summer, just kidding. Summer's, summer and spring are also more expensive. Speaking of more expensive, yeah. allergies charges more. You can you can actually like steal incredible rates on some of these places in December and January because these wedding venues like don't have anything going on. That's part of the reason why they charge so much is because there's literally a limited window. It's like twenty five weekends that they can get paid. So uh, that part I understand, but. By the way, I do want to be invited. I was just giving that yeah, as a no, friend. You are invited. Oh, sweet. And I will eat ice cream, even though. <laughs> We're going to broadcast live from the wedding. Not live, but. <gasps> we can invite Bob and Ross. You can have a talent fee for me to bring the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Let's capitalize. That would be hilarious. You get paid to be at your own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I just want my wedding paid for because. Uh. <laughs> uh, talent fees are hard to come by sometimes don't worry about it yeah I, I know <laughs> you don't say well so, thank you guys yeah Amber had Presidente Margarita Tanner had a whatever a Deet Deep Eddie. Eddie is Deep Eddie Margarita was it or Vodka Vodka soda Vodka Lemonade yeah. Strawberry Smash by the way my middle name's Edward so I think Deep Eddie and I have a soul to soul connection Eddie. he is Deep Eddie it's his alter ego <laughs> The Deep Eddie's coming from inside the chilies. Shit on a jetpack and Deep Eddie. We'll figure out ours later, Dan. Okay. So I'm skipping my 20s and my 30s as far as hobbies go, and I'm going straight to my 40s. I think I'm going to take golf lessons. Oh, no. I need something to do. I need a hobby. I hate exercising. I really liked tennis for a long time because I also played with someone that sucked as much as I did. But now you don't have a partner. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I had an offer from uh, Paul from Sebastopol, who we know and love. His dad was a tennis instructor at the JC. Mm-hmm. and said, my dad could teach you, but, like, can I really hang with a mm-hmm. tennis instructor? Probably not. It was just kind of, like, a fun, like, thing to do, like, mess around and slap a tennis racket back and forth. So now that I don't have a tennis partner anymore... I was like, I need a solo sport, something, and I don't like running. I know you love running, Dano. What? But I go crazy when I run. You love running? <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> and I can't hold. That's not my story today. <laughs> and the thing is, is I can't hold myself accountable. So I, ha- so I was thinking, like, what is like, and I have to be doing something. I have to be like, I used to play sports growing up, and like, obviously, when you're playing basketball, there's a goal, an objective. So I was like. Maybe I should take up golf. There's like 80 million golf courses in Sonoma County. Maybe I could take advantage of that. How do you even start golfing? Do you like go to the Dick's Sporting Goods putt-putt section? The putt-putt section? Yeah, Yeah. that's probably where you start. Yeah. Putt-putt section. (laughs) How do you even... Wait a second. So if I take golf lessons, am I going to be just like with a bunch of kids? Like how embarrassing would that be? 12, 10-year-olds and me. And the 12-year-olds will probably do better. And so it's something... Plenty of people your age take up golf for the first time, believe yeah. it or you not. You can probably borrow Cole's golf clubs if you want. I have but, some too. Sweet. If not, I would suggest getting them on, like, Craigslist. before, Like, because you might not like it, and you might, like, buy this expensive, like, set of golf clubs, and then they're just, like, sitting, collecting dust. Just a reminder of another hobby that I abandoned. <laughs> Did commit to. Yeah. We're, Amber and Tanner are both engaging in overpriced hobbies right now. Because golf will oversell you as well. Yeah. Like, there's, people will go insane in what they spend. Just the balls alone. Like, like you need this $46 ball that you're definitely not going to hit into a pond immediately. Exactly. You think you suck with because you don't have $50 balls. You gotta have... Gotta- <laughs> What? You gotta have the flex and the yeah. driver and your yeah yeah basically <laughs> and so pretty much I'm looking for something to do like by myself that's like mildly active but not like so active that I might throw up it's just something to get me out and about and I guess the the lessons is the part that's throwing me off just being like I don't even know what golf attire is. And then also just don't want to be one of those people that are wearing those like shirts that show their nipples all the time in public. You know, those golf shirts. So these the are all. dry fit? Yeah. So these are the thoughts that are consuming my brain at the moment. If this is something you're actually considering, it's very simple. It's like, you know, khaki pants and a shirt with a collar is really all you need. Go to like Foxtail and Warner Park or somewhere, buy a bucket of balls, borrow a golf club and just start hitting it out of a ball. Yeah. See if it's because let me tell you, you that's great for aggression. Yeah. You're hitting something with <laughs> a stick, <laughs> but you know you can also get a feel for it. And there are people there that work at the golf course that will give you tips without it being like, well, it's a hundred dollars a lesson or whatever it is. I honestly have no idea how much a golf lesson is. So you can kind of pick up a little bit of pointers, and mm-hmm. there will be other people around. Golfers are actually quite nice. They'll say, hey, by the way, like, try this. So do that a few times and kind of put your feelers out on it before you go buying, like, professional golf shoes and yeah. a whole set of golf clubs. Basically, Ease into it. I'm going to show up to the golf course in vans and jorts. <laughs> <laughs> and that might work. That might work. Maybe. 
A golfers are quite nice, might maybe to women. A guys to guys, it's a whole. This is a whole world of like, how big is your stick? I mean, it's just literally there's a whole like unspoken machismo that you either are one of these people who is good at it and you're in this clique, or you're like Tanner and I, and you're like the weird arty creative people who don't understand what's going on. And you're over here, and it's hard to cross over. Yeah, I'm just telling you. I've been there's judgment. You're gonna do stuff wrong. You're gonna be embarrassed. They're gonna laugh. Like you're gonna get people will get angry at you. There are all these unspoken dumbass rules with golf. It's a fun game. There's cool things about it, but some of the people who play it, like think that they're Liger Buds. Like, they think that they are Bill Jickelson. They think that it matters, like, what Can you name another golfer? Because <laughs> those are the only ones I know. <laughs> Jane Buert. Wubba Botson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, 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 there's, like, this whole, like, it's almost like flag code. Like, you know, people take the American flag very yeah. seriously as they should, but, I mean, they're in the, there's all those rules. It happens with golf, too. Like, and I don't know if I have the time nor the patience to learn all those rules. Really, I just want to get, like, a group of people together, and we mess around, go day drinking, and hit a couple golf balls That's around. what I was going to say. That's yeah. why Cole, like, Cole's not very good at it, and he'll admit that. He said just being outside with his buddies and drinking beer was, yeah. like, the pull behind it. And he mm-hmm. did have friends that were really excellent at golf, but just to be a part of something and just have friends and get some vitamin D or whatever the sun gives you. Is it vitamin D? Yes. Yep. Great. Science. Crushed it. Here's your solution. Nine hole. Nine hole course mm-hmm. is like the... What, Jenna? Can you describe it? It's like the... It's like the Little League. Yeah, it's like Little League. Yeah. I need like the Little Little League. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the like, like... Should I go to Scandia and like work on my putt-putt game? Why not? Yeah, Scandi is a good example. It's like yeah. you're it's it's low it's low risk. Yeah. There's you're not gonna get as many looks. That's the thing I'm terrible. I'm really worried about. It's not necessarily golfing itself because that's like a whole like skill and I understand I'm not good at it. It's just like the guy in the corner, like with his cigar and his like fancy hat and his like custom golf cart. It's just like, come on man, I'm learning. I'm twenty four years old. I don't know what I'm doing. I ended I- up on a bachelor party with a good friend and I, this is exactly what happened. We're in Nevada. We're at a eighteen hole golf course in the mid- in the middle of a housing complex. So don't miss. You're gonna break someone's window. It was designed by Jack Nicholas. Like oh, I know this exactly is exactly where you were. This is on the other side of that mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Shady pines, snowy pines, snowers. I can't remember the name yeah. of it. They literally had like where you're supposed to hit the ball was maybe a three foot by three foot green on a hill surrounded by rocks like elevated 50 feet in the air or something like that like it was literally like jumping from like toadstool to toadstool in mario with your golf it was like mario golf like but in real life and i was supposed to hit it so the problem is is that then you miss and then the people behind you were like like why is this guy here like 
So it's it's hard. Is he really selling you the golf? I know. Yeah. I, now I don't just know. Just letting you yeah. know. So nine hole is awesome because everybody like and everybody knows like nine holes just chill. Yeah. So that's a good place to start. So I'm gonna use the power froggy ninety two point nine right now. If anybody wants to take a young Padawan out golfing, I promise I will actually go with you. Jeff said he'd take you. <laughs> yeah, but Jeff also said he wasn't good. I, I want to learn with someone with a little bit of skill. Jeff. From hot. Oh, Apparently Woodworth. he golfed. He was like, yeah, i got to get out of here today. i got a, I got a 12.30 tea time. And Tanner was like, oh, you're going to go drink tea somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, he was like, what time's the tea party? <laughs> and I literally spit out my drink. <laughs> like, yeah, just like was perfect timing, the perfect moment. That's amazing. It was great. Yeah. And then he was like, wait, can I go golfing with you? <laughs> so, again, if anyone wants to take someone who has no idea what they're doing golfing, and I can inconvenience you for a day, I'd gladly I won't you. offer you up to my dad. He might be one of those guys. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Jen, you had a Coors Light at Chili's C, so uh, we both did, so why don't you go first? Well, I didn't realize that I hadn't talked about this on the podcast until I mentioned something about it while at Chili's and Dano had no idea what I was talking about. Back in December, my wife took a Saturday off and we were going to drive to go to Ikea to get the like last touches on Christmas gifts. Well, we walk out to our Jeep and the window is smashed in. And at first it's like, you know, you're angry. You're like, that sucks. And then... My wife looks at me and goes, I think the garage door opener was in there. We never do that. I think that's literally the one time that it was in there. And that was just because the day before she had needed to grab something from the garage really early. So I go run to where our garage is and the door is closed. And I'm like, okay. We end up getting into our garage. It has been ransacked. We had thousands of dollars worth of stuff taken from us. Like, brand new camping stuff, a sewing machine, a bike, like, a lot oh of stuff. God. I was pretty upset about it. More so just having, like, your personal space invaded. But at the end of the day, no one was hurt. Our insurance, we have good insurance. It's so a victimless crime. It, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just a property crime, Jen. Yeah, well... No one seemed to want to come and investigate said situation. Don't catch those people. Um, Nothing happened bad. So we go through the whole process of, you know, taking pictures. We have to go file a police report, contact our insurance. You know, they go through and find out, you know, what is, yeah, I may, the bike may have been worth this much, but according to them, it's only worth this much kind of a thing. So we get the money and we think everything is all good. Then last Wednesday... Last Wednesday, I was a hot mess. I hadn't slept for like three days. I was exhausted. I do not do daylight savings time because when my routine is messed up, I am messed up. So I ended up leaving work a little bit early just so that I could just have some time to sit on my couch, watch Murder, She Wrote, Mm -hmm. and just kind of not focus on anything. And then I was, I had, I had remembered that I had transferred some money out of my savings to my checking and I needed to transfer it back. And I was like, oh, I have the thought in my brain. I should do it right now. So I opened up my app and I signed in and went, oh, that amount is low. (laughs) 
Not like a ridiculous amount, but I was like, uh, I don't feel like I spent that much money. Right. So I'm scrolling through, and it apparently we had old checks in a drawer mm. in the garage from a home that we have not lived at in eight years. And there was over $700 worth of checks written and cashed. So then I'm like, I'm exhausted. Now I'm pissed. How because this was three months ago. Without an ID. like There's a name on the check. Because you can see pictures of them in the app. So then, I, but then it's like... Did they write their name? Mm, did I find them on Facebook? <laughs> uh, oh. So I'm like trying to communicate to Katie who is hard to get a hold of with her new position because she's just constantly on the go. I'm on the phone with the bank. They're calling me back. I'm trying to schedule an appointment because now our account's on hold and Katie and I both have to be there to create a new bank account, but Katie's days off are only Tuesdays. Oh my and God. then it's like, oh, sh- I don't have access to any of my money, but I have a car payment due tomorrow. Like, And then it's like, oh, well, I better start the list now because where do I have to update all my information? Comcast, Hulu, my Starbucks app, Netflix, like all of, it's a long list. Disney Plus. This is Country Summer Meet and Greets, Bank Edition. (laughs) It's insanity. So I did look said person up on the internet. So I am pretty sure I know who it is. I am pretty sure I know where this person works. And I can tell you right now in my exhausted anger... (laughs) I thought about getting a little feisty and well, taking a drive, but I did not. You took a nap instead. I, no, I don't nap. I just sat on my couch angry. And then I started rewatching Dexter. It made me feel better. <laughs> Loves a good murder. Loves a good serial killer. So that process is still happening. Did I, you tell the cops? So we have to wait until we have all the paperwork from the bank from the fraud department to give to the police department to Should we update. not release this podcast? I'm not saying anybody's name. So long story short, I'm still dealing with it. I have to go to the bank today to go through that whole process. And it just really sucks. Like realizing that you don't have access to like the money that you have in your savings. Like I can't even look at my bank account on my phone. So it's just been, that's definitely been stressful. Luckily, everyone at my bank has been super amazing and super kind in, like, helping us deal with all of this. I wish this on not even my worst enemy because it's like, okay, I got hit pretty hard three months ago, Mm -hmm. almost literally to the day, and now all of a sudden you're going to screw me again. That's not cool because now you've really set yourself up to meet angry That's like stabbing someone, then like smiling at them, and then continuing to like stab them. Yeah, it sucks. Pouring salt in there. Yeah. (laughs) For 700 bucks cash. I mean, it's just, that's what's mind-blowing about some of these crimes, is it's just not that much money. It's not. Because they want to try it first to see. All these catalytic converter thefts that are happening. So Petaluma is getting yeah. hit with it. Um, Santa Rosa too. Santa Rosa too. To- Toyota Priuses apparently are just very easy and exposed to get to. I was like, well, you know, they're probably walking with three grand when they get the platinum melted down. Well, let me Google it. And street value of 50 bucks. 50 to 450 bucks per catalytic converter. And I'm yeah. like, that, like, 
and it costs like a hut like eight hundred dollars to replace it. It's yeah. just it's so crazy. It's, it's not it's not even about the money. Like the money is whatever. It's but I'm saying the time you the have time. to put in yeah. versus yeah. what was take it. I mean, it just is just like it's so not worth. Person using. could have been like a DoorDash driver and made seven hundred dollars worth of deliveries. It's for like the amount of time. Like you are taking on a minimum wage job just to make up for it. I mean, right. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, it's it's also just like feeling violated you know someone like went through your things it just gets it's more psychological and i'm so sorry you had to go through that but you know it sounds like a case for the greatest detective at the wedding oh the greatest detective at my apartment complex the greatest detective in sonoma county <laughs> there it's it a, is it actually just sounds like it's jen because she solved it already but <laughs> we can loop this back around to the greatest detective you can be the fbi was. agent we get into a pissing contest and you take over I just made it my jurisdiction. So uh, that's that's my story, but I am I'm gonna be all right. You're gonna be okay, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> As one tear was down her eye. I've had a bike stolen in Warner Park, and that's it. I had a bike that was chained up outside, like they stored my bike outside. Like yeah, chained up, gone one day. That's about it. I've been fairly lucky as far as thefts go. Yeah, the, we had the truck got broken into when mm, we were at yeah. that concert, but I got mugged once. You got mugged? Yeah, in Seattle. That's got, nuts. Got my butt whooped, oh. and all I stole was one of my AirPods. <laughs> Are <laughs> you kidding? Everywhere. No, <laughs> guy like beat me up. What did he say? It was on a bus, and he you know what, did anything. No, that's 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 what like I was surprised by. I was just like sitting like listening to a podcast when I back when I lived in Seattle on a bus from a comedy club home. Guy just like socked me in the face, took one of my AirPods, and ran off the bus. I was like, what the f-? That guy just didn't like your face. Well, That's really that what that was like about. That that might have been a, Maybe he's jealous. Uh, the, the thing he is, you can't use just... just, like, one AirPod. That's the thing that, like, blew my mind, like, afterwards. And it sucked. Yeah. My girlfriend at the time, I, like, went home, and she was like, what? She's like, okay, no more buses to the coffee club. Because <laughs> I got home at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Maybe he was mentally ill or something. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm so sorry, Jen. Sorry, Jen. Yeah, it stinks. I'm sorry. It's all good in the hood. I just didn't realize I hadn't talked about it on here, so I figured... I have a story now. <laughs> yay! Ooh, I don't know if yay is the right. I know, right? <laughs> well, I'd say I'd deliver you some Coors Light, but I would be worried it wouldn't get to you. <laughs> I would make sure it got to me. <laughs> uh, I also had a Coors Light at Chili's, and today, what do they say on Instagram? It's a star shiny hands emoji appreciation post. This is an appreciation post. So I've been running. For the last, it's coming up on a year. It'll be a year in May that I've been seriously running. And the last nine weeks have been an absolute disaster because I've not been running. Talked about it a little bit on the show, this podcast. Prior to that, I'd been doing about 20 miles a week. And I'd done a marathon. It was a lot of trail running. So you do like 15-mile runs through Annadel with, you know, 1,500 feet of climbing. And it's just the peak of existence like I like you cannot get me happier than 10 miles in with five to go and it's hot outside and it's just I could go forever what I have a dream I have a dream I think I'm, I want to I think I want to do a race all I think I want to run from Cloverdale to Petaluma it's a perfect 50 miles oh my god 50. yeah so that's where my head's at we and should make it a whole event 
And that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then we could do. Five. I can sit on my butt at the Comrex. <laughs> you can. We could do. We make it a fundraiser. Yeah, for, I'll be for, there. Yeah. Make it a fundraiser for first responder mental health. Then I give you a police escort. <laughs> no. Yes. So all of a sudden, while in a low crouch, moving boxes, I rolled my left foot, and it just felt weird. It wasn't like a traditional sprain. I think I've talked about this part a little bit. It wasn't a traditional sprain. We've all sprained our ankle. This was something else. It was like the top of my foot felt weird. Numbness, like electrical sensation, tingling, and it was moving all over the foot. It was coming up the ankle. It was going down the ankle. It was on the back. It was everywhere. Sounds like tendonitis to me. It turns out, after a long process, that it's um, I've just irritated a nerve. The nerve that runs through your foot, well, you have several nerves in your foot, it irritated it. And the tendons in the area also impact that. So, like, the oh, tendons yeah. hit the nerve. So, what this is I wanted to do today was I've been trying everything to try to get this thing better. And I had some appreciations I wanted to give out because I'm leaning on a lot of people in the community to help me. So, the first person that I want to give a shout-out to is Josh Madonic from Basecamp Physical Therapy. And I've just started seeing him in the last two weeks. And... He was a high school football player who got Ivy League offers but decided he wanted to get into physical therapy. So he has degrees from Davis and he's worked with a lot of athletes and stuff. And every session I'm getting my mind blown. Just this past week, he, so he's, he brings out the anatomy book and he's showing you all the you're like your human anatomy and he's explaining stuff to me. And what he says to me is he says, okay, so the nerve in your foot is having issues. Okay, well, you may not know this, but... That nerve is part of a huge nerve that runs all the way up your leg, up your torso, all the way to the top of your skull. Is it the vagus nerve? I'm just kidding. Not the vagus nerve. (laughs) The same nerve. So he has me sit on a table, kick my foot out, and then move my head back at the same time to stretch the nerve out. Right? Ew. That's crazy. And it's called nerve gliding. Totally works. Dibs on the band. Felt better. (laughs) Felt better. And I'm like, so we've been doing other stuff to do too, but I just want to give him a big shout out first because he's, he's part of my team making me better. Josh Madonic at Base Camp Physical Therapy. Thank you. In Petaluma. Right next door. It's right next door to Vichy Moto. Oh, I love that. It's literally like where the, co- oh, the company so that makes cool. our t-shirts uh, have for years now. <laughs> he has the office right next door. So that's pretty funny. The second person I want to shout out is Dr. Kent Yinger at Redwood Orthopedic. He is a runner himself. He's run the Moab 240, which is 240 miles in the desert in Moab, Utah. Oh, my. Over several days. Oh, thank Wait, God. did Travis, Tara's? Yes, Tara's mother m- did it. Not the Moab, but she did 100. Something similar. These are all called ultra marathons. Anything over a 26 is an it, ultra marathon. It was like over the course of like three or four days or yeah. something like that. I saw on social media that her mom so was doing that. It was pretty incredible. You have to have a team that follows you in an RV and you sleep and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's intense. So he knows. Like he knows about these things. So he saw me. It was very nice of him to see me. And so I got x-rays on that. And the x-rays were all negative, And I'm sitting in the office waiting for him to come in. He's got a thank you note from a silver medalist. At the Sochi Olympics and the bobsled team, I'm like, mm, pretty, legit, pretty, pretty good guy to know. 
we worked on some stuff, and he kind of was telling me the same thing. It seemed like nerve pain. It seemed like tendon pain. So I wanted to thank him. And the last person I want to thank, Appreciation Post. Oh, let's get Dr. Yanger. Uh, many of our, whenever I bring him up, at least four people are like, oh, he did my knee. Oh, he did my foot. Like, so did he's, a lot of people know, know Dr. Yanger. Good work, huh? Good guy. He's in the same building as a business called Back to Golf, Tanner. Dun, dun, dun. Helps you if you have a back injury from golf, I think. <laughs> so legit? Tanner will be there soon. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Two months, I'll hit him up. <laughs> and then finally, my acupuncturist, uh, Annette Romeos and Amanda Moeller at Acupuncture Mama. You guys know I'm a big acupuncture supporter. They were kind of my first line of defense on this and uh, needle me up, and then they actually were electrifying some of the needles, and so... That's crazy. Yeah. Electric fine needles? Do you think? <laughs> it's it, intense. What's dude. weird is that they can control the power of the electricity. And so she'd be like, tell me when you feel it. And so you won't, you won't, and then all of a sudden. Oh, she's like, a masochist, huh? It's like, uh, like you can. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's kind of weird. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a TENS unit. If you ever heard of a TENS unit yeah, before, I people use those. Yeah, electrodes. Yeah. So it's, it's maybe, like, crazier, like, sounds crazier than it is. So I just wanted to recognize those community members because I think... Thank you for making Dano better. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm starting to get back to some runs. I've gotten... Uh, I'm doing about, you know, maybe I'm doing between two and... About two six to eight-mile runs a week. Still experiencing some pain, but it's not increasing, which is good. On a percentage scale, how much... Do you feel like you're fully recovered? I feel like I'm 80%. That's good. Like right now I can, The what's really weird about it is that the pain level is never more than like a two, which who cares? Like that's nothing. But if you're doing a lot of it and it's getting slightly worse every time, like my real fear was like, oh, you rip something and you're ripping it more and then you're going to snap your Achilles or something. Like you don't know what you don't know. So... That was what was concerning to me about it, but yeah, it was never bad enough that it was like, ow, like, you know, I, like the sharp pain. It was just like a, a dull, annoying, wouldn't go away type of pain. And then I'm crazy. I'm uh, like a pretty much a certified person of insanity. I've been known. <laughs> I have a long history of weird things, like just kind of coming from my head, like real psychosomatic stuff. Just like bizarre stuff that people, medical stuff that cannot be explained, and then all of a sudden it's gone just as just as fast. So, wow. So part of me is like, is this all in your head? Like, is this really real or not? And I just wanted to thank them. I think it's important to recognize the people that you lean on uh, for the stuff that you need. I'm, I'm getting back to running slowly, and uh, it's on my Instagram a lot because I figured out that what that when you post that on Instagram. People can't get political. No one has something bad to say about me running other than exactly. stop showing your feet. Well, that, well, well. <laughs> That's you a, asked a for podcast that of a different color. I will say something that I feel like will help you in this downtime because I recently sprained my ankle. And it's been bothering me that I can't, like, go to F45 and work out and, like, see Jess, who is, like, like sunshine in human form so it's been bugging me and being part of that like fitness community was like something that was really helping me mentally and physically so I was sad like I couldn't go and then I was worried because I like am 
eating badly because I feel bad about myself. So it just like you, you've been through it. We've all been through it. So I was worried that I was like going to gain back all the weight that I lost, but I got on the scale and I lost more weight. And I was like, there's no way I checked the scale like eight times, took the batteries out, cleared it out like 16 times. And I was just like, how I haven't been exercising and my ankles like swollen up like a, like a tomato right now. So I was talking to my friend, Tom, Sydney's boyfriend, who is very into weight loss and fitness and things like that. And he said, you lost weight because your body needs that rest. Like, and it's almost a good thing to have your body like a reset and rest and then get back into it. And then you're like, you, so you don't have that like yo-yo effect that people are always worried about. Right. And I was like, what? I was like, I thought you're just supposed to like keep working out and like, keep trying to be in a calorie deficit and keep trying to burn the calories. And he was just like, no, that's not how it necessarily works at all. Like your body needs rest. That's why you have rest days. And if you've like done something like I did, like a 45 day challenge or something like you did training for a marathon, you need a week off. Mm. I don't know. I mean, you've been there for like what, nine weeks with your ankle. It's too long, but you're right. I mean, you definitely can feel it. Yeah. I think with me, it's, a friend of mine was telling me that I really inspired her to start running. She was saying she uses it for uh, anxiety relief. And what I told her was, that's also what I do. And I almost envision it as like anxiety is always chasing you. It's always chasing me. Always. No matter what. It's one of those running games where you the temple run and you never stop, right? It's just always chasing me. And so when I run, I'm literally putting miles between myself and the anxiety. And so, like, the more I run, the further I am away from it. And then when I stop, it starts catching up. And if I completely stop, it's going to get me. So that's, like... Very and, psychological. And, but then what you're saying about the food, then, is then it, like, feeds on top of itself. And then you start feeling worse. And so then you start eating worse. And you start eating worse. And you start feeling worse. You start feeling worse. You start eating worse. You don't want to exercise like, because... You, like, it, clam yourself in this weird... It's just a sinkhole, yeah. you know? And, the, and like, you can... Whenever you're at the bottom of the sinkhole or whenever you're at the top of the mountain, you can never envision yourself on the opposite. But it just, it just happens. So that's why it's important to those people who can help you along and who can help you out. And sometimes it's mental, too. Sometimes it's the people, the motivator people, you know. That's a billion people like that on Instagram. But I think that one thing I want to say, you just reminded me about your friend saying uh, what they said about the weight loss. There's always been a perception, especially now with Instagram influencers, that, like, people who are ripped are, like, meatheads or, like, dumb or, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just sort of plastic or fake people. These people who are, like, super ripped. Is that right? Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a very smart person, and I still haven't figured out how to get a six-pack. Like, the, these, like, <laughs> I don't... 90X Ab Ripper X. It works. Yeah, well, I, I guess I'm not smart enough to do the food yet I have and the supplements. Maybe they're more dedicated than I am. But, I mean, it's like the... These people who are super ripped, unless they're on steroids, like... They, they know their macros and all this stuff. Like, I don't... Yeah. It's stuff I can't stuff. I start sitting there and I go, I go no. So I, I think they deserve maybe more credit than some oh, people absolutely. give them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. They go to school for, like... I mean, these trainers at F45 go to school for, like, kinesiology and, like, health. So they know. Mm. Like, they know all the ingredients in a, in a broccoli stem. 
What? I remember I took a nutrition class in college and my mind was like blown. And then I forgot all of it three yeah. weeks after the course. <laughs> and then what you end up finding out is like, oh, like a double double isn't a great idea. And then you're like, you oh, I don't like this answer. Excuse me? A I double don't... double is always a good idea. I don't Just like as long this as you don't answer. Have the fries. Stop. <laughs> I don't like this information. I'm going to ignore this information. I'm going to find new evidence. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Appreciate it, everybody. You can always subscribe. You can, in fact, one thing you can do if you're already subscribed, unsubscribe and then resubscribe just to feel what it feels like to hit the subscribe button. That's always fun. <laughs> Leaving us a review is terrific. Telling a friend. You can find us on any podcast platform. It's also easy to find us on the Froggy app where you can find other Froggy podcasts like The Neighbor Dispute and Amber and Tanner On Demand. More of these two lovely individuals Hey-o. at their Woo-hoo! best. And uh, you can listen to another episode right now, where you are right now. Just hit next. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.